Mary Olds, Australian correspondent, is with us. Hiya, Maz. Hiya, Heather. This business with Scott Morrison swearing himself into a total of five portfolios is nutso. It is. It is just, uh, it's off the graph. And some, you know, very respected people who have been in Canberra for decades, Michelle Grattan among them, uh, but she's been around the political scene observing since long before Bob Hawke was Prime Minister in 1983. And she says this speaks volumes about Morrison's need for, for power and control and also his obsession with secrecy. Um, he went on holidays to Hawaii and didn't tell anybody at the height of the bushfire crisis, and his office lied about that. But, you know, fast forward to 2022, and now we have this astonishing stuff. Five portfolios, but and you can understand in the middle of a pandemic, Heather, that maybe the health minister would need a bit of backup. If the health minister gets COVID, if Greg Hunt got COVID, Morrison will be there to back him up. And that's entirely understandable. But that wasn't made public, nor was it made public that he'd also taken over shadow um, responsibility for Treasury, for finance, for, um, for home affairs as well, and for industry science and resources. I mean, he didn't tell anyone. And now he's busy. It's been exposed by Murdoch um, uh, uh, journos over here who've written a book about the, uh, the COVID pandemic and Morrison's response to it. Uh, look, he's apologised now to Matthias Cormann, who was the former finance minister. These days, he runs the International Monetary Fund, for goodness sake. Why wouldn't he take him into his confidence? Uh, it, it, it really is kind of daft. Uh, and Scott Morrison was on Radio 2GB this morning in Sydney, and he was trying to explain away his reasoning for this. Have a listen. I thought that had been done through offices, to be honest, Ben, and that was an oversight. And, 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 and Matthias, I've apologised to Matthias for that. And he's also now, Heather, put out a very long uh, Facebook statement, um, you know, explaining why he did what he did and how he thought that it was for the best and so on. But nowhere has he attempted to explain why he thought it was good to keep it secret. And as you said in the intro, um, his former uh, Home Affairs Minister says, mate, you just got to get out of Parliament. Uh, he said the other day he, he doesn't uh, take any part in day-to-day -day politics. But he's sitting on his bum on the back bench in Parliament on, 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 on more than $220,000 yeah. a year. Listen, Muzz, you can't shake the feeling that he is being shifty here, right? Because he, So he goes yeah. on the radio and he says, oh, look, he doesn't recall being sworn into any other ministry beyond health, finance and resources. <laughs> and then next minute, out comes Albo and goes, oh, yeah, well, there were a couple more, actually. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, yeah, mm, that was unnecessary. I mean, he's being shifty, isn't he? He's been shifty ever since the first day he went into Parliament. I mean, there are so many uh, allegations surrounding the pre-selection that got Scott Morrison into Parliament in 2007. All sorts of uh, allegations that he's denied that uh, a, a Lebanese Christian guy, Michael Tauk, was pre-selected for the Liberal Party back in 2007. ScoMo finished a distant second or even third in that initial yeah. pre-selection. But word got out that um, mm, we don't think we need a Lebanese fellow to uh, represent the good folk of Cook. And in the end, Michael Tuck was dumped and Scott Morrison was installed as the Liberal candidate. He's been in Parliament ever since. OK. And then, and then, and then ScoMo concedes that he used his powers to cancel a gas project. What gas yep. project? Uh, it was a pretty controversial gas project off the coast of New South Wales. It was gas exploration. It, cr it created a lot of ruckus, a lot of fuss. The minister in charge, or he thought he was in charge, was a guy called Keith Pitt from Queensland. He was a member of the National Party, Heather, the junior coalition partner. Well, he said he was going to sign off on it, and Morrison stepped in and said, well, no, you're not, uh, because I'm overruling you. Uh, apparently, Keith Pitt blew up at Scott Morrison, but the Prime Minister wasn't for changing. He thought it was going to be electorally 
to the Liberal Party's advantage that um, the four right. seats in question that he was trying to win, uh, in, in, in the end, none of the four seats was, was held onto by the Liberal Party. So even that was a stuff up. And you look at what happened in Warringah with Catherine Deves, the whole ridiculous debate about transgender athletes. I mean, it doesn't register with people. No one cares. No one cares. They want to pay for their power bills and put food on yeah. the table. And Scott Morrison was too clever by half. The whole pre-selection nonsense, picking candidates at the very last minute. I mean, it's just blowing up in his face now. So <laughs> Sounds like it. Eh? You guys, you guys wor- worried about this double homicide in Sydney? This is an, an underworld hit, isn't it? Oh, mate, terrible. This is um, off the graph of, uh, of very, very, very serious indeed for New South Wales Homicide Police. T- uh, two women, one of them 48 years old, a mum, uh, with, according to police, uh, former underworld connections, and a young woman, 39, who's the hairdresser. And she had just been doing this lady's hair. Uh, and in the front of the car, a 16-year-old girl and a 20-year-old bloke. And... The gunman's turned up and he's literally filled the back of the car with bullets. There's about 20-odd shots you can hear on, uh, on a recording that was obtained from closed circuit TV. Bang, bang. It sounds like a, a, it's a bit of a, it's a firefight. But a brr, 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 bang, bang, bang. And in the end, these two women in the back of the car are dead. Now, police say this is unprecedented. They don't know any other occasion where a gangland war has actually reached out to target women and children because they're supposed yeah. to be off limits. There have been 20, um, I beg your pardon, 15 dead in the last two years in this gangland stoush that's been going on in Sydney's West. This is the first time women have been uh, caught up in it and deliberately targeted. So there's a very, very worrying development. Totally, Muzz. Real fear of escalation. Thank you so much. Murray Olds, Australia correspondent.